millennials, yeah, we back at it again. Versus the world, you know that we gon' win. Right by my side, got my family and kin. Go, K-Dot. man, his pockets tough. k like Giannis, he keep it a buck. Millennials up and we ain't getting stuck. No, they ain't ready, you think we gon' stop? Maryland and D.C., we got it on lock. Tune in, we live, and you know we the spot. Panels and parties, you know how we rock. Uh, millennials versus the world. Millennials versus the world. Millennials versus the world. It's the Millennials vs. the World podcast. First, I know I just got back in for the gym, so please forgive the attire. It's your boy K Dot Mims, man. It's Millennials vs. the World, the only spot you get authenticity and entertainment at the same time. Y'all know I'm coming back with that genius episode two, act two review. This joint's so good, bro. As soon as I got home from the gym, I had to record it. You understand what I'm saying? Like, that's how good this whole documentary is so if y'all didn't go ahead and check out uh, my review of act one episode one it's only three so this is the second one so boom we get straight into it so this starts with the car accident if you if you watch the first episode you know that it ended right when he got signed uh right when he got signed it ended right when he got signed and it ended right when he got signed and um it ended right when he got signed and the car accident, right? So, boom, we start here in L.A. Uh, Cootie's like, yo, I got the call about him getting in the accident. So, Kanye got gets in the accident. Everybody's a Kanye West fan. You know that about through the wire. He hit the... I don't know how he did it, but, you know, he got his jaw wire shut and everything. So, we're in that realm of it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, let me backtrack. They're at a PD Crack, um, PD Crack um, video shoot. And the video shooter pretty crack. You can see Kanye like, damn, when mine coming out. But Rockefeller's whole team was street, and Petey Crack just had that that look that Rockefeller represented. The street look. Y'all know they from the street. Y'all know Big J and Dame how they got it. They was from the street or whatever. So it's there. You can see like how how bothered he is to keep being called a producer. He keeps being called a producer. So it's kind of like they signed him to say they did it, but we just need you on the team to do these beats type joint. You know what I'm saying? So boom. They say you need to go to PD Crack out in LA to, um, to, to, to finish this um, his album, his music. So boom, he flies out there, he gets in the accident. Everybody that, that knows Kanye know you know that the, the accident was a major part. He's in the hospital for seven days, his jaw is wired shut, and everything. So this is what the accident really represents, bro. Like everybody has a moment in their life where something happens. And that thing that happens makes you, it humbles you basically. You know what I'm saying? And even though, and even though he was at a place where, you know, he just got signed and he was hungry, it was like the accident caused him to sit, sit down. It's almost like how the pandemic was for most of us. So he gets in an accident, you know, his mom calls Cootie, lets him know he okay. Cootie comes out there. Um, he get, you know, Kanye West jaw is toe up. Y'all all know that. So, um, the, the, the accident, uh, he gets in an accident. This is maybe late 20, excuse 20. Yeah, tw uh, 02, late 02. So he gets in the accidents, like, and it jumps to like six weeks later. And, you know, he's talking funny like this, you know what I'm saying? Because his jaw wire is shut. And, you know, he got the wires in his mouth and everything because he broke his jaw up here. So he's going through all that. You see this dude is just like still hungry. He like, forget it. I still got a rap. He's still making music he's still in the hotel room doing beats he's still hungry about his album but 
the 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 jaw is just holding him back because he can't really eat. You can see he lost weight. He can't really do what the things he's supposed to do because of uh, uh, his jaw. But the determination this dude shows is crazy, bro. It's just like, oh, well, like, I got to do it with the broke jaw because he was getting momentum. And the accident kind of, like, plateaued his momentum where Rockefeller would have gave him, like, you know, time to do his album. So he don't got no budget. He don't have no momentum, no budget, no release date, no nothing. So it's like, I got to prove that my album is still worth coming out because it'll be in six weeks. And everybody that know in the music games, a lot can happen in six weeks. And that's like social media, bro. Like, you know, you know, um, hello, this is he. All right, so my bad, my bad on that. I just had a bang on them. But anyway, so, uh, you know, in six weeks, a lot can happen. That's like social media now. We already know, we already know, like, the things that, we already know the things that um, you could post something one day and the next day be irrelevant. Like, you got to keep going with it. So he already lost momentum just off the six week that he had to be out anyway. He's in the hotel, cooties there, they're going to the dentist, and then he gets to the dentist office, he's like, yo, man, can we get these out? And the dentist is like, Oh, bro, like, why are you recording? He's like, this is for my documentary. You know what I'm saying? And the dude basically gets into like professional mode. Like, oh no, we can't take him out. You need, you need more, you need more time than that. You need more time than that. And the dude was like, and Kanye was like, you just told me three weeks ago I can get these taken out. So like, what's going on? And and the, and the, and the dentist is like, nah, we ain't say that. We ain't say that. Like, you got the camera on. Nah, we ain't say that. So he's like, yo, now he's like, well, I got a video to shoot in January because this is late 02. He's like, I got a, vi a, a video to shoot in January. And, and the, the dinner's like, nah, that's not going to be, that's not going to be able to happen because your jaw's not aligned yet and you can't chew and you're going to have to get surgery to break it and put it back in place because we just got it wired right now. And Kanye like, bro, like, what you mean? Type. So imagine what's going through this man's head. I've been working two years to get signed. I finally get signed. Then uh, I get signed. I get in this life-changing accident where I almost lose my life. Then I can't even get back on track to do what I'm supposed to do. But I know this is my momentum. You know what I'm saying? The season of momentum, people. In life, when you have momentum, you have to run with it. Because if you do not run with the momentum, you will hit the ground flat. It's just the way it goes. Like, momentum matters. You got to do what you need to do. And that's just the game, bro. You got to do it. You know what I'm saying? So he's like, yo, like, uh, so Kanye ignores that and goes and just starts recording his album through the wire. For the chance to be with you, I gladly risk it all. I know a regular choir sung that. But anyway, Kanye's like, boom. You know what I'm saying? Like, I still got to keep working. So that, that accident is why through the wire was born you know what i mean so now it shows like them just walking around la because it, it happened out in la so walking around uh la you know sitting eating with some ucla students and the confidence that he still had through this time was crazy and i think the biggest part was like he didn't let it stop him like at the very end of the day like yeah i got yeah my jaws you know is messed up right now cool yeah i'm supposed to be doing a lot more cool but like i gotta do whatever i can right now so this is when it beats for like, you know, in the last one, it shows him working on Jesus walk and they're real raw because he don't have a budget. You know what I'm saying? So now that he has a budget, he doesn't have a budget, but now 
Uh, that ain't my bad, bro. I thought, thought my nose started bleeding real quick. My fault. Um, uh, he doesn't have a budget, so it's like boom. Um, he he's still working on the beats, but they're very raw. He's still working on the lyrics, but they're very raw. So like now he going to dog mode again. Dog mode. You feel me? Dog mode. Like that's just what it is. Dog mode. You feel me? So, so now. Uh, he leaves the restaurant. He's like, yo, we got to get this done. So you see him going this like tear of, let me backtrack. The way Rockefeller played this man is crazy. Like all the artists was like, you a hotter producer. And Kanye be like, no, nah, I'm a rapper, bro. Like, yeah, I produce. He was like, basically sound like I was a producer to get into the game to show y'all that I can rap. And everybody's like the hottest producer. And people was like, yo, like I call him producer. He mad. Like I'm a rapper. He's like, I got signed as an artist. And I understand the position of like people not seeing you for who you are. So you got to defend your position. It's like, it was almost like they were intimidated or it's either they were very intimidated by him or they really didn't believe in him. I can't say which is which, but it was like, they was either very intimidated or they didn't believe in him at all. You know what I mean? So he keeps getting called a producer everywhere he goes by all the other artists on Rockefeller. And let's be real, Kanye, he never was a street dude. He never acted like he was a street dude. So you see people like Petey Crack, Benny Single, all these dudes that's, you know, in the, you know street rappers doing these things. And he producer, 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 I need some beats. And Kanye, like, the beat joint is cool, but like, yo, I'm about this rap life, my guy. I'm about this rap life, my guy. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, okay, like, I'm not about to keep being disrespected, basically. Like, when I know... That I'm about this rap life. You know what I'm saying? So, um, this, those scenes show like right after the accident, before the accident, but it still ties into the way Rockefeller was doing them. It's like he literally couldn't get into time with Dame or Jay. Well, Jay ended up giving him time. We're going to get on that. But like, so boom, here we go. Got in the accident. Dennis, uh, the dentist said it's going to take more than the time you need to shoot your video. Kanye makes the decision to go on the grind, making beats, rapping. And now he flies back to New York and he's kind of like in dog mode. Rockefeller won't give him a release date. They won't give him studio time. They won't do any of that. This is Kanye West, y'all. This is Kanye West. So they won't give him any of that. You know what I'm saying? So they won't give him any of those things. So what does he do? He starts like relying on the relationships that he has. The Pharrells, Ludacris, uh, uh, who was the other guy? John Legend, Most Deaf. All these people that he rocked with, it's like, yo, it's like, yo, I got to kind of, he's like, yo, I got to kind of start leaning on his relationships because he starts like using their studio time to record his stuff because he don't have a budget. I didn't know rap albums cost so much to make. So like he literally didn't have a budget. You know what I'm saying? So at this time, it's like, yo, I got to do something that makes me, that starts to buzz again because his buzz done died down. Jay-Z recording the blueprint too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know I'm saying Jay-Z recording the blueprint to Kanye goes like, F it. I'm going to go in there and try to get a feature on Jay-Z joint. He the hottest dude in the game. Think about that, bro. Think about being a rookie and you got to go step in the booth with Jay-Z. And you not, yeah, you got all the confidence, but that's, he, he here. You know what I'm saying? So boom, he starts spitting for him and Jay-Z like going like, yeah. And it's funny because, you know, confidence isn't always about how perfectly you perform. Confidence is about knowing that the end product is going to do what it do. So as they're performing and they're, um, they're performing, they're going at it like, uh, 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 u
No, that's not. I'm sorry. That's just to get by. But uh, they doing a blueprint too. I can't remember what song, but he started laying the track down, and you could tell he nervous. And Jay Z just giving him tips because I think at that point Jay Z was like, "Hold on, hey, we got something." And when you start feeling that feeling, I'm like, "Hey, yo, we got something." You know when it's about to go down. So to watch them in the studio about the rookie on the label that don't look nothing like nobody else on the label or nobody else really in hip hop culture, it's like boom, it's time to go. Don't look like nobody else in hip hop culture. This dude ready to go. He locked in. So he drops the, the he gets in the booth and actually records the verse for Blueprint Two. And I think what that symbolizes is is like, bro, you need that one sign off. He still ain't getting no release date or no budget. But once Jay-Z signs off on you, that's like, hey, we locked in. And then Jay-Z says in the camera, like, Kanye to the man, I put all my money on him, he next. Because you also, with the Jay-Z part, not them other dudes, but with the Jay-Z part, I can't knock him because he was doing his thing. So I wouldn't expect for him to stop and just be like, come on, Kanye. But the fact that he kept the door open for him to get on his album, because he did produce the Blueprint 2, I mean, excuse me, the Blueprint 1 and the Blueprint 2, like, he did make that space and time for Kanye to get on it. You know what I'm saying? So that, he gets that sign off. And at that point, even though he didn't get the budget from Rockefeller, he knew, like, okay, I just got the sign off from Jay-Z. The other stuff, it's just straight, it's go time. So this is when he starts leaning on his relationships. You start to see Ludacris, Pharrell, uh, John Legend, uh, uh, all that. So you start to see him like walking studios at other record labels. Like, yo, I'm here to, with such, a, you know, to see such and such. And what he's really doing is like getting the last ten minutes here, last fifteen there, last twenty minutes there. It's called grind mode. It's called grind mode. That's what he's on. And it's like, bruh, it's Kanye. So we go from the same grind of just trying to get signed. To you getting signed, you wearing the Rockefeller chain, you proud, but like, yo, you you not even, you not even respected yet, but you got, your name is on the dotted line. You know what I'm saying? So then as he's doing this, he talks about how he had to go do beats just to survive, to pay, you know, to pay his rent, to make sure he had money to do his album. So that's, that's like February, whenever this dropped, like that's the mindset we got to have. Sometimes it's the, it's the times where we do what we have to, not what we want to, that separates us to, to the places we want to be. So now it's like, boom. Got the sign off by Jay-Z. I'm in the, he, he recording with all these artists and no artist that heard him. It was like, yo. Pharrell specifically was like, yo, I ain't know. Pharrell was like, bro, I ain't know. And the shock on his face when Kanye spit that joint was like, he did the, the uh, verse off Me and My Girlfriend. I guess it was the remix. He did the, the remix verse that he had on Me and My Girlfriend with Jay-Z. And Pharrell was like, yo, I ain't know. Like, I don't, like, dang, like, I, damn, I ain't know what was going on. You feel me? So Pharrell was instantly a fan. was like, yo, spit something else. And I'm going to tell you something. You already had to sign off by Jay-Z, right? You already got to sign off by Jay-Z. You already know... Uh, you already got to sign off by Jay-Z. You already know you hot. Then you get a Pharrell that's like, yo, like, oh, yeah. He one of my favorite artists off two. I only heard him spit two songs. Like, now he just started like, uh-oh. And then now he's using that studio time to, like, yeah, they listening to the album, getting them okay. But it's like, bro, I got to use this studio time to also get my time in because I don't have no budget. You feel me? So, boom, he's doing those things, and then he's trying to get through the wire out. So he's playing through the wire for everybody. 
And the video of Through the Wire is literally everybody's reaction while they're listening to The Wire. So that's where you see D. Ray Davis when he's like, without an arm, I spit. Without an arm, I spit. He literally played it for him in the car to get the reaction, like to get his reaction in order to, you know what I'm saying? He played it for him in the car to get his reaction to put in the video. The video was literally uh, a guy editing everything, pictures, uh, 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 videos, all that, because he didn't have a budget to do it. And it still cost him 33000 You know what I'm saying? So imagine you're Kanye West. You know, obviously then he wasn't Kanye that we know. But you're still Kanye West. And you're begging for studio time at other record labels when you're signed to Rockefeller. Rockefeller did not respect this man at all. I'm sorry they didn't. Like, don't get me wrong. That's the game in life. Like, everybody want to talk about now how, oh, it's not cool until you get the influence or nobody was on it until what but let's be real like that was the same then we just didn't have cameras to capture it like until kanye got that one oomph and we're gonna talk about what that is the record label wasn't i mean disrespecting him he'll be rapping they'll be like oh i gotta go like i can't listen to this right now and it's like i'm not saying they didn't see something but it's at the time they was not rocking with it they were not rocking with it so Imagine being signed to one of the biggest labels in our culture, but you stealing, I shouldn't say stealing, you taking time in the studio for everybody else. I'm like, damn, like what's going on? And these are heavy hitters co-signing him. Heavy hitters, the Pharrells, Luda. Oh, backtrack. The way when Jamie Foxx came in for them to make um, slow jams, I know Kanye wrote it, but we got to understand this man literally put that song together completely. You should have seen the way he was like, uh, you know, Jamie Foxx did the beginning part, but that hook, she said she wants some Marvin Gaye, some Luther Vandross, a little Anita. I definitely said this party off right. Like the vision this dude had it. Those are straight hits, bro. Like, hold on. Let me see if I sound better when I say that. She says she wants some Marvin Gaye, some Luther Vandross, a little Anita. I definitely said this party all right. Okay, I'm not Jamie Foxx. But you, the process in which these songs come out, so you're starting to see, like, you know, slow jams. Uh, over in your new whip. Bring some friends you cool with. I'm going to bring it over. Then I want you to strip. See you as my new chick. So you get out. She be grabbing, calling me Biggie like y'all gotta forgive me, yo. This time of Kanye was just stupid, like crazy. So you see that creative process, you know what I'm saying? And then Jamie Fox at the beginning, like, hey man, she tired, she done danced a hundred times. To see all that really be like happening in real time, it's like, damn, this shit dope. Like, it's no way to deny it. This shit is just dope, you know what I'm saying? So uh you see that process, you see uh uh Throw, throw your mother your hands, get them. They do that through the wire, slow jams. Um, um, I've been working this grave shift, still ain't made. Uh, that's called uh, grave shift. Uh, what else they do? You know, this is a college dropout, so they're doing all that, but th again, no budget, no anything. So you're seeing all this happen. So you know, the man had the vision for it because the episode is called Purpose. You know what I'm saying? So you know he had the vision for it. So boom. Uh they after they get a couple songs, they go to a um 
a hotel room, this is like the disrespect I be talking about. So that you see that grind, it's, you see super dope people, you see the, the the creative process, you see all those things, and then they go to a hotel room to convince Dame and Biggs that he need a release date. Like you know, a release date is kind of like paycheck date. You know what I'm saying? I need to know when that bread coming for artists because when you release your album, that's when you can start going on tour or you know to make the buzz go so you can make your money. So. They go in there, a, a, a young lady performs. I'm not sure if that was on College Dropout or that was just somebody he knew or whatever that case may be. I don't know why they did that. You know what I'm saying? But that was the process of of him trying to say his song. So then uh, he raps uh, his verse, the same verse from Jay-Z, Me and My Girlfriend, the remix part two or whatever it was. Bruh, in the middle of his performance, Dame gets up, Dame Dash gets up and says, hey, Biggs, we got to go. Y'all can stay, but we got to go. Like, bro, they didn't respect the man. Like, it ain't no way around it. They just didn't respect him. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, do you know how quickly some of us would have got discouraged if that was us? I'm not even saying I wouldn't have got discouraged, but like, these people signed you and still don't want to hear you. It's different if they are like, if they, it's different if, if they're like, hold on, hold on. That was a wife. You got to pick up when the wife called. Uh, uh, so, boom. So I'm like, it's different if you're trying to get seen and you're trying to get signed and they not paying your attention. But they already signed you and they don't want to know if what you're doing is worth putting out. Like, bro, that got to be discouraging. You know what I'm saying? So they walk about the room. It's just like, damn. So this is when Kanye took all buzz into his own hands. He reaches out for the people to, to record um, through the wire. He starts, that's when you start seeing them play the wire for more people to get their reactions. And now it's like, okay, I got to create this buzz by myself. I got to get this song out here. So when this song drops, people say like, yo, Kanye Tudor's on this. I feel them. Like, those are the moves you got to make. You got to sometimes sign, no sign. Uh, um, You know, seeing all the pieces, not seeing all the pieces. You got to make a call, bro. And he made the call like, yo, I'm going to take power into my own hands. I'm going to make it do what it do. You understand me? And I think the dopest part about that is like, you deal with the consequences. What type of brother I am? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I'm a, I'm I'm going to make you say yes. It's like, I'm going to do what I got to do to make you say yes. And I think a lot of times in life, we get told no once, not realizing there could be a million yeses after that. Like, one no ain't the end of the game. One no is just like a stop sign. Like, and sometimes we ride straight through those, you feel me? So, like, I think the biggest part about him getting told no from his own label is, like, boom, it's time for me to grow now. Like, it's okay. It's time for me growing the aspect of marketing, getting my buzz back out there. I'll do it all myself. And I honestly think that's the most dangerous part about Kanye. He can do it all himself. He can do it all himself. So, uh, he starts, you know, getting the, the footage for Through the Wire. He starts showing what that's going to look like. He, he got on MTV... It was MTV something. I can't remember the name of it, but that's how he started promoting The Wire. You know what I'm saying? So, boom, he starts promoting The Wire. He's getting that out there, and now the buzz is starting to, like, come. Come back, I should say, because it went down because of the crash. But now it's starting to come back. You can you can feel it. It's like, uh-oh. There it go. There it go. You know what I'm saying? So when, when he starts when he starts doing that, you see him uh, start putting the video together. He got with uh, I can't remember the guy's name who, who did the the who directed the video because it's a lot of animation in there. It's not really a Cootie did the actual footage, but somebody else put it together. So it's not like a crazy amount of footage 
that the dude actually had to do, but he had to do a crazy amount of editing. So they're sitting with them. They're getting all that together. And at this point, it's like zero dark 30. You know what I'm saying? It's like zero dark 30. It's not even Dame and them. It's all on Kanye. So he making beats to pay for this. So they get that done. And uh, as he's getting that done, you still see him, you know, collaborate with other people, still do those different things. But now the vision to get through the wire out to create the buzz is there. So the, the vision to get through the wire out is there. So Kanye, uh, they finish through the wire. They get the video going. Um, they get the video going. And um, he, he like call, you know, kind of gets his community of people to show the through the wire video. He's like, yeah, uh, Rockefeller ain't got me no release date. You know, all his people in there, Rockefeller didn't give me no release date. Um, this budget is all, they ain't giving me no budget. I spent 33000 on this. And guess who walk in? Dane. So Dane walk in and get that depth of like, I hear what you're saying. And he was like, yeah, so I did all, so what you're supposed to do is let us know. Like, yeah, I did all this to finally try to get a release date. You know what I'm saying? He played a video. I guess that was the moment. Everybody, see, but I think the moment was the fact that he only won about 30 people, 200 showed up, and everybody in the room went crazy. Then it was like, we got something. But it goes to show you back to the original statement, bro. Like, you got to have that grit, that grind. You, get, you can't take no. You got to understand everybody's not going to see your vision. Because in reality, the clicking moment for the label was money. It really won't. I shouldn't say it wasn't to support him. But it really was money, though. It wasn't like it was everything else. You feel where I'm coming from? So he shows the video. And that's when the Kanye we know. That's when the Kanye we know was created so through the wire gets his release date and it instantly it just shows the times you remember he releases that he all on 106 and park trl this show that show bought his bought a house out in la you see them doing the thing you see his first fiance before you see all these you just see the blow up but then cootie says like damn the more he started to blow up the further they got they you know the, the further distance got in between them and I think the disheartening thing for him was like uh, when they did through the wire, when Kanye was talking about Jesus walks, you know, Cootie has done all his, all his footage. Uh, he was like, what's the man name? Something Williams, who's a director who did Jesus walks. He's like, I got to get him to do it. He's like, yeah, I appreciate what y'all do, but I got to get him to do it. And Cootie just like, Oh bro. Like everything we've been through, like I can't get that. You could tell he was hurt. And he even told him, like, don't worry, you're going to come back because I know how it is. Like, you're going to come back. And that's when the distance, you can tell, like, not in a negative way, just kind of in, like, I guess the momentum way. Like, that's when the distance between him and Cootie kind of, like, started. Because Cootie was hurt. Like, I've been here with you the whole time. You want Jesus walked by somebody you figure is on, like, a bigger scale than me. You don't trust my skills or whatever he felt. And he went that way with it. You know what I'm saying? So then, you know, this forced Cootie to start working with other artists. And you could tell he felt the way, rightfully so, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? But that's not a conversation I think I would have said on camera if I was Kanye. That's a behind the scenes, we homeboys, you come along, help. But I want him to be the main director. I don't know how you could have finessed that, but it could have been a little better. So now Kanye starts, you know, performing, going on tour. This this the polo over the sweater, Kanye, book bag. You see him blowing up and now Dame on his strap. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll take that back. Now Dame is showing him the love he should have been showing him when he signed him. 
You know what I mean? Now he's no longer just Kanye the producer. He's Kanye the rapper. You know what I'm saying? And I think, <laughs> I think what what you can see the start towards the end of episode two, act two, purpose. You can start to see the start of the Kanye that we know. You can see how it started because the one thing that remains true. When you get money and power, you become more of whatever you are. And you can see that he already believed those things that he, he, cause, um, uh, let me backtrack. College dropout got nominated for 10 Grammys. You know, if you're a Kanye West fan, you probably remember that. And what happened was, and what happened was when he got nominated for all 10 of those Grammys, uh, they was like, what you gonna do if you lose? What you gonna do if you lose? And he won. And then he was like, yeah, they keep asking me what I'm gonna do if I lose. I guess we'll never find out. And then it goes to an interview he having with Diddy. Now, now he getting that energy he been wanting. Now Rockefeller budget is wide. Now everything going, but it's just like you can see it feeding. Like he was hungry. Don't get me wrong, he was hungry, but you can see it feeding the beast. And when it starts to feed the beast, it's hard to pull it back. When it starts feeding the beast, it's hard to pull it back. So now it's kind of like, dang, like. We about to miss the old Kanye. You know what I'm saying? Like, you about to miss the Kanye that that the first episode and half of the second one was like that. It, it's never that he's not a grinder. It's just money, money, power, respect makes you more of whatever you are. So towards the end, uh, you know, him and Cootie come back together because I guess the Jesus Walks video that we know wasn't what he wanted. So him and Cootie come back together to basically shoot a low budget one, which I don't know why he would want that one. Which I don't know why he would want that one out instead of what uh, something Williams. I can't remember the guy's name. Whoever that was did for him. But I don't know why he wouldn't want that one. But now at the end, you just start to see the rise of Kanye. You know, I didn't know College Dropout was his best-selling album ever. But you see the rise and then it cuts. Boom. Bruh, this docuseries is good, yo. This docuseries is good. It is. I think the third act is probably going to piss us off a little bit because it's the Kanye we start to, you know, ego from the George Bush don't care about black people to the Kanye we know now with the Donda stuff and all that. It's kind of, I'm curious about the third act, but the first two acts are super dope. Yo, appreciate everybody that's been rocking with it, man. It's your boy K.Mims. Millennials versus the world. We are out.